This is John and Robin Voyles of Celebrate Library speaking with Oconomowoc Public Library Director Betsy Bleck. Betsy, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. My pleasure. Um, how long have you worked at the library and how many of those years have you been the director? Mm-hmm. I've been here since 2008 okay. um, and I was the children's librarian for about six of those years and I've been the library director for about two of those years. Why did you want to become a librarian? Um, did you have a, a positive experience uh, or a, as a young as a child or as a young adult in a library, memories of libraries, librarians in your hometown? Yes. I wanted to become a librarian because I, well, I truly, I became a librarian so I could be a children's librarian because children's literacy and family literacy were very important to me. Okay. I had studied child development um, as an undergraduate and really enjoyed those studies and um, also loved to read, and that's why I became a librarian. But I also had a really great uh, school librarian in elementary school. Oh. Her name was Wanda Lambert, okay. and she was just a real gentle soul who loved, clearly loved to share books with kids. And I can still sort of hear the crackle of the the slipcover, or not the slipcover, the the book jacket sure. and the books she would read and the. Um, how she would show us the pictures. and I just, I really enjoyed listening to her. Uh, do you remember, do you have a memory of one of those books, perhaps, that you read at an early age? That's uh, a good book question. Title or... Sure, with Mrs. Lambert? Yes. Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. I don't know if I can remember exactly one particular book that, okay. she, that she read out loud to us, but yes. I recall teachers reading out loud and my mom reading out loud to me a lot, mm-hmm. especially the books of Beverly Cleary, in Judy Bloom, mm-hmm. um, Super Fudge, uh, my favorite Judy Bloom books. and um, So those are some that stick out in my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what would you say, what do you like best about your job? And can you uh, share a story to illustrate? That's a really good question. I think what I like best about being a librarian is that you have a unique responsibility in the community. As a library, you're a special place where no one has to pay a dime to be here. Mm-hmm. You can come as you are, you can stay as long as you want, you can check out books for free. And in addition to that, we're a huge literacy resource in the community. And uh, part of that is having all these materials to check out and matching the right book or movie or magazine with the right person at the right time. I really enjoy that part of the work. Okay. Um, and one way that sort of the literacy resource comes to mind is I'll often see, I call them my Storytime alumni. Right. And they'll, they will have maybe been two when we started Storytime, and now they're maybe second or third graders, and their parents will say, oh, my child is doing so great at reading, and I think it's because of all those books we checked out from the library. Because I think if you have a strong basis when you learn to read, it's much easier to read to learn eventually, yes. and that's just a building block for the whole rest of your life. If you think about all the times you must be able to read and understand, yes. um, the library is really important to that. So that's that's how I answer that one. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to describe a typical workday, um, could you do so? Is there a typical mm-hmm. workday? Are there are there certain patterns? Are there are certain things that that you do do regularly? Yes. Okay. A typical day is hard, and I guess that's sort of the cliche is that there's no typical day. Sure. It's, it's really true in the library um, because really the public brings to us 
what they need from us. But there are typically, there's patterns and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, I work at, um, four hours at the, three hours at the reference desk every week, and um, there's board meetings to to prepare for and to, to hold, and there's mm-hmm. staff to talk to, and um, other kinds of meetings around the city. We have a very close-knit um, team of city uh, department heads, and we get together fairly often to to see how everything's going around the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's meetings, and then there's um, all these great ideas that my team has here at the library, sort of making sure those ideas are coming along and helping brainstorm ways to make those ideas happen. Yes. Um, but then my favorite part of the day is always seeing the patrons and seeing how everything's going and asking if anybody can help with you with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a typical day is hard, but there are those those patterns and typical duties that you have. What would you say are the strengths of this library, uh, Oconomowoc Public Library? Mm-hmm. I think our number one strength is our team. The, the staff we have here are remarkable. A lot of people that work here have been here a very long time, but there's also a lot of new people here, mm-hmm. and especially in full-time roles. Our children's librarian, both of our children's librarians are new, um, and our head of reference in adult services and cataloging, she's very new. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm new in my role. Um, so there's this great mix of historical knowledge of what of the community and the library mm-hmm. and new people and these new ideas. So it's this really unique time in the library. Yes. Um, so I'd say our, our team is our strength because they okay. are so fun, friendly, extremely hard workers, very creative. And then the other strength of this library is the community that it's in. Mm-hmm. The library uh, community, oh sorry, the community of Oconomowoc yes. is so receptive to whatever we offer them as far as programs or events, mm-hmm. new displays, new kinds of materials, very supportive of the library. Um, so those are those are some of the, the greatest strengths that I can think of. You mentioned the team. How many people are, are there that work um, uh, here? Uh, and then, what what size uh, volunteer? Uh, what number of volunteers do you have? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. We have uh, let's see here. We have seven full time staff, okay. twenty one part time staff, oh, okay. and then volunteers. We have we have quite a few volunteers. We have a wonderful friends of the library here, mm-hmm. and that's um, dozens and dozens of people who will come in and help out with this or that. Help out with a book sale that we have twice a year. Okay. And so lots of volunteers. I don't know if I could put a number on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how many of us are here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Bridges Library System, the new library system, Waukesha County and Jefferson County. Mm-hmm. What are the benefits to being a member of Bridges Library System? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of benefits to being part of a library system. And I think it's interesting. It's not a requirement of any library in the state to be a part of a library system, but everybody, every library in the state, of a, every public library in the state mm-hmm. is in a library system because the benefits are, are just wonderful. So you get the, the nice thing where you... You're sharing all these resources, mm-hmm. so we can be part of the Bridges um, Group's database subscriptions. We could never afford all of our wonderful databases if we had to buy them ourselves. We can subscribe as a group and afford it. Yes. Um, we can also get our library catalog that way. We have access to millions of items because we're part of the cafe library system, yes. which is you know part of the Bridges thing. Um, we also get a lot of support from the library system. I'm always calling there with questions or... Um, just for, you know, a, a listening ear, advice about this or the other thing. Um, so great support there, mm-hmm. um, either at the Bridges, from the Bridges staff or with from other libraries in the system. Okay. So um, a question which is connected to that, and uh, where do your programming ideas um, come from? Do they come from, from in-house, 
uh, from Bridges, from Wisconsin Library Association. Where, where do your ideas uh, come, for, come from? For programs in particular? Yes. Mm-hmm. That, they sort of come from everywhere. Librarians are great sharers. So it's, you know, maybe you might, might guess that. <laughs> we like to share things with people. So sometimes I think program ideas occur to us out of the blue. Maybe you're just out for a walk one night and you think, oh, we must do this thing at this library. Yeah. Or a lot of ideas come from online communities of librarians through uh, online groups or Pinterest, things like that. We also get together regularly with other librarians in the library system to swap ideas about summer reading or adult programs, what have you. Mm -hmm. The ideas come that way. We also get plenty of ideas from people in the community that just say, hey, you know what I always thought? In fact, that's how our Lego club got started a number of years ago. Um, And then other ideas come from conferences Mm -hmm. or other kind of workshops that we can go to. Sure. What are some of the? What would you say some of the most popular ones are, in uh, terms of atten- in mm-hmm. terms of attendance? Uh, you mentioned the Lego Club. Yeah. Uh, and you, I think you talked earlier about uh, reading programs, maybe summer reading programs. Uh, certainly, story time. Okay. Lots and lots of kids. It's not uncommon for us to have forty plus people at a toddler story time, Great. which is a lot of fun. Um, so we have a huge story time group. Um, our adult coloring is an offering we started in mm, earlier in 2016, I want to say. Mm-hmm. That's been very popular. Anything we offer on our, our, we have our Mondays at 1 o'clock, sort of our typical children's programming time, and those are really well attended. We had something we called Mess Fest this year, which we tried for the first time, mm-hmm. and that was, we had like 200 people came to that, and it was a ball. They had a spaghetti slip and slide and they could silly string the librarian and painting with their feet and shaving cream. It was all the things that you don't want to have your kids do at your house. Exactly. Come to the library, they can do them here. So Mess Fest was a big one. There's also a number of programs that are popular and important, but the numbers don't necessarily reflect that. Mm-hmm. For example, we offer something called BYOD, Bring Your Own Device. We're our head of reference in adult services and cataloging. She Um, offers a small group setting to learn about how to use your iPad, Mm -hmm. how to use uh, overdrive e-books with your device. Mm -hmm. And those are really popular. There's just a limited number of seats. So you don't get 200 people there because it's not that kind of program, but they're still very popular. Okay, good. Um, Then a a related question. Have you ever been surprised uh, with the popularity of an event or program? Have you ever walked into it? into a room and said, my goodness, where did all these people come from? Boy, that's a great question. That's a tough one because I think you always kind of prepare to succeed. So I, you know, if you're getting ready, for example, the Star Wars party we had, the first Mm -hmm. one we ever had, which was years and years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was going to be big. Mm -hmm. And it was, but it was bigger than I would have ever guessed. But luckily we had plenty of extras of everything ready. So... Star Wars, uh, gosh, what's another? Mess Fest was sort of like that. We had never done anything like that before. So like we were prepared for gobs and gobs of people, and sure enough, they they came. So, um, But yeah, that's a good... Another one that kind of pops to mind, sometimes the easiest, simplest events are the ones that are the most well well attended. And one time we had something called... I think we called it a junktacular, and it was just... All the staff brought in all kinds of boxes and milk jugs and things, and kids could just build whatever. And that was a very popular program, and it was just easy peasy. Good. Good. Um, Let's see. Uh, Long and short-term goals um, regarding the physical building or programming. I noticed you're you're putting in a new, larger parking lot to serve that 
to serve the library? Is that also a shared lot with some of the other um, businesses or residential housing or in the area? It, it's shared with, it's a parking campus shared with the library and the community center and the bank. Okay. Um, so it's sort of like a nice uh, partnership between the bank and the city, basically. And so that's that's great. That's going to be a nice improvement um, for parking options around here. So that's happening this summer. Um, we also have, gosh, what else is happening? We're working on getting some new signs for the outside of the building, which will be nice because right now it's it's easy to sort of drive by the library and not realize it's the library. So we mm -hmm. want to make it really clear um, with some big signs. And gosh, we've made a bunch of great improvements to the facility on the inside this year. We have some new shelving and new display fixtures that, that people are really liking. Um, so we're always looking for ways to sort of brush up what we have. Um, one thing that's a trend, I'd say long-term with libraries, is really focusing on flexible space because more and more, you know, we, we have all the physical materials that we have. But we also have all these other important roles that we're playing mm -hmm. as far as a kind of a technology hub. Yes. Um, you have to have areas people can gather in small groups or large groups. So whatever changes we make, we really need to make sure that it's not that this piece of furniture has to stay here forevermore. Mm -hmm. It's that this furniture, this piece can move here, there, there, mm -hmm. there, and it can serve this purpose or that purpose. Um, so we're really trying to focus on flexible space. And we're always trying to really pay attention to the community um, as far as demographics and changes, and also really listening to what people want us to be doing and offering and responding to those. This has been part one of a two-part interview with Oconomowoc Public Library Director Betsy Black.